1: The Square Ball Podcast. Hello there and welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors. There is a 10% discount on your legal fees, levi forward slash the square ball. Michael, the exciting news that you're very well prepared for to tell everybody is. About the larger discount on the Phil Haven
2: Monday Club. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? How much is it? 15%. On Convincing. and
1: Wills, and Probate. The Big Three. Big Three. The, you have to uh, mention the Big Three before you speak to anybody, don't you? You do personally.
2: Yeah, Le- Levi's got me tied down on that. Yeah. I, I didn't re- didn't read the small print, ironically, so now I have to s- open every conversation with telling people
1: about it. Even off-air ones. Even off-air ones, yeah, it's, it's awkward. Yeah, Dan and Michael here with Moscow as well as we preview Leicester, which is the, uh, the do-or-die game at Ellen Road, 8 o'clock Tuesday night. Uh, can we not just talk about Leeds against Leicester in 1990 instead well we've been here before then must win game Mm. have they got Gary McAllister playing for them etc Will Gordon Strachan save us have you ever seen a better goal they might
3: have Harvey Barnes probably more of a worry Mm. although McAllister scored against us earlier in that season as well
1: in the away game Filbert
3: Street yeah Yeah. so um, he really did have it in for Leeds so maybe the solution is let Harvey Barnes score Win, I think we'll buy-in. do that.
1: We'll do that anyway.
3: Yeah, that's a good, if you play. I mean, I don't know how fit he is. Or Touch where and is go.
1: At. Well, I was going to say the year. The news from their camp is that Madison Barnes and Vardy look like they should be available. Madison um, was ill, not in the rap sense. No, in the
3: sick sense. It, not in the rap sense. Also, <laughs> so uh, don't know where he's like, what he's playing at Maybe just sick of John Terry. Mm. A week of that is oh
1: god, I'm not coming in on Saturday.
2: He's been around Brendan's house, having sharing his food. You'll have to explain that joke
1: for anybody who hasn't seen the other show in which you mentioned Chicken Sashimi that is, because uh, yeah. Milana, his girlfriend, has is, a food blog, which yeah. sometimes seems to just be buying punnets of fruit, but still. Still
2: food, isn't still it? Still food. It it's is all food. food.
3: I thought uh, you meant Brendan Rogers? No, Brendan Aaron. sorry. confused. Right, okay. Well, I mean, Brendan Rogers didn't do anything. Could he play at 10? Could it be our manager? Probably no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably his choice, I
2: imagine. Um, yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, if he's got a choice between either being our manager or whatever he's doing now, which is presumably
1: having a nice time.
2: Mm, spending his compensation money.
1: Yeah, it sticks to that if I was him. We should get compensation money as fans for this season, shouldn't we? Well, there's the like chileno style. These
2: things do crop up, <laughs> don't they? Where, you know, the players should refund. The, yeah. It's not as always travelling supporters who should be refunded. I think home supporters, people realise it's too much of a stretch. <laughs> That's <laughs> too many people. <laughs> too many people. Um, but yeah, I mean, the last three games... Can we start a class action lawsuit against them to reclaim some of this? Because it's been a shite, hasn't it?
1: So should we wrap up where we were last time we spoke, which would have been on the match ball, the three of us. As we were recording, is it correct that Wolves had just gone into a 1-0 lead at Phil- New Filbert Street? Yeah, I even saw it. was one of those where the, uh,
3: the score changed on the app. That's how live it was. It's very exciting. And uh,
1: you confidently predicted that who would lose? Was it Leicester that you predicted would lose? Um, yeah, because yeah. they were losing to Wolves at that point. They didn't. No, no, they I think didn't would carry on that way. I don't know if you know, but
3: they didn't. I didn't watch the rest of it, so you're un- unaware. So
1: it didn't, yeah. it's, it's the classic tree falling over in the woods and all that. Finished one nil, I think. For yeah. Wolves. Good old Wolves. Uh, it looked well deserved, if only based on the stats alone. The XG sort of told a tale of what two point four three against zero point nine. Great. Well done. Coming into form. Hope you're having a nice time.
3: Well, Dean Smith has gone in and decided, uh, because they've got three good strikers, or like reasonable strikers, may as well just play them all. Whereas uh, Brendan Rodgers had been just leaving either Vardy. Is he Vardy or Varney? He's, he's Vardy. Right. You're thinking of Reg Varney, aren't you? It's always Luke, confuses me. Um, him or one of the other ones. Luke Vardy. On their own up front, and then being really defensive and... Smith has gone, no, let's let's put them all on and we'll score some goals. Which seemed to work for them against Wolves twice and then, uh, but they did concede early even though uh, John Terry's been, obviously, they brought all the uh, central defenders that Brendan Rogers didn't like and are now back in the squad and are all brilliant, apparently. So, um, that's a bit of a shame.
1: Yeah. I don't know what to expect from them, really. It feels like all eyes are on Leeds here, doesn't it? Given what happened across the rest of the weekend, obviously we saw Southampton gained a point on us by drawing at Arsenal, could have been three as well, the way that, that one was heading into uh, into injury time. Although, if you are prepared, you know, remember when we were trying to assess what our danger thresholds were last season when we were in this position, position and we thought what might be funny would be Everton dropping points, things like that, and it all just got a little bit harem scare him towards the end. It was a little bit like that on Friday. It's kind of funny watching Arsenal choke, but not by giving points to Southampton. Mm. I mean, I absolutely
2: do want Arsenal to to lose this now on the basis of them allowing Southampton to get even a point mm. because I looked at the fixtures and I went, well, that one's safe. I know Arsenal are wobbling, but it's at Arsenal. The Southampton are terrible. they barely won all season. Surely that's a home win. They, so, look,
1: they, they looked better than us.
2: I don't doubt it. I don't think anyone could have looked worse than us in the last, of the last three games because we've not created anything, have we? I mean, mm. we did score admittedly, uh, at Fulham but it was a Pat Bamford shot scored that... against Liverpool scored against Palace so it's, we've, it's we've created
1: ba- <laughs> lots actually it's a Pat Bamford shot that was going wide wasn't it The um... well Sinistera's goal was actually decent against Liverpool mm. very good finish we mm. took it really really well didn't it it's just a shame about all the other things that happened on the yeah. day
2: but Yeah, we, we, they've been gifts haven't they the last two goals we have to say because um,
1: that,
3: was, that was Liverpool passing it to
1: Sinistera. yeah but then Southampton's
3: first was also a gift I mean Ramsdale passed it straight to them mm. so yeah.
1: well with reference to Liverpool anyway they beat Forest uh, they did make it a bit more interesting than it necessarily needed to be. I looked at, I was looking at the stats for that as Forest were
2: equalising. I think Forrest had 17% possession and had, scored, and had two shots and scored two goals. It was like, for fuck's sake. Lads, just stop it. <laughs> Could yeah. you just stop letting them score every time they have the ball? Just
1: accept it's over.
2: But yeah, thankfully Liverpool did win. And I think 3-2, 3-2 flattered Forrest looking at the, yeah. the way the game panned out.
3: Yeah, every time uh, Forrest scored, Liverpool just scored straight back, didn't mm. they? It was, so it was never... Um it was, it was just a weird, weird time.
1: But it's evidence of what can happen if you try and attack the opposition. Hey, you lose. Mm. Yeah, but it's more exciting loss, isn't it? You score twice and still lose. Well, I don't think Forrest but really tried to attack. I think but I would have accepted a three two defeat at home to Liverpool versus a six one. I would I think that would have been a better allocation of goals. That's a that's mm. a losing mentality. Mm. But we it's are losing. accepting defeat. No, well, goal difference isn't it? Whereas we were still going at them at five-one. Uh, and Bournemouth, I think, I think have they now conceded more goals than we have? So we're not the uh, the absolute losers in the division. Let's have a look. They've conceded yes, sixty-three. We're only on sixty-two. That's the real quiz. We're staying up. You're going down, etc., etc. Mm.
3: Yeah, that last ten are quite curious. One five lost five.
1: Do you think I that know. pulls um, Bournemouth back in? Well, the thing is.
3: If they keep losing half the games, you'd think, yeah. But the problem is, winning the other half of them means to get loads of points.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, you, you probably end up somewhere in, on the fringes of Europe, don't you? If you get in, uh, if you get
1: three points for every two games, that's yeah. one and a half points a game. That's that's decent. I just think six points this week, though. We uh, we we overtake. We'll overtake Bournemouth and, and we'll, Leicester and Leicester. will be well safe. Yeah, so, we will. Uh, So let's just do that, shall we? I mean, that's the the easy way out of this,
2: isn't it? Just win two games in a row.
3: Mm. The alternative, I'm I'm not sure if the results necessarily, I suppose they do actually, because I was remembering the run-in last season and how that went. Because we've got six games to go, haven't we?
1: This surprised me when you wrote about it, Moscow. Explain the fact for the podcast.
3: Yeah, in the last six games of last season, we drew, we lost, we lost, we lost, we drew, and then we beat Brentford on the final day and somehow still stayed up. Admittedly, we went into that off a run of win-win-draw-win so we got some points there prior to that we just lost every week mm. um, but it does because we are above the relegation places now it is technically I think possible to lose every game from now on and stay up so don't worry about it although that would involve losing to Bournemouth it would involve losing to yeah Bournemouth are already above us Yeah, uh, Leicester can overtake us but Everton Forest and Southampton will still be below us yeah. So it's fine. Feels
1: that, like it feels like a risky strategy. It also does feel like the likeliest outcome is that we are as I said, as I signed off the match ball um on Saturday, we are now basically relying on other people being shitter than us if we're not in yeah. charge of our own destiny. I we?
2: mean, would you accept, for example,
1: what's what's the fewest number of
2: points you would be willing to accept now and then roll the dice on other results? Zero. I, think, I think I think if someone offered me six points now for the end of the season, I'd be like, yeah. Thirty-five points. Let's see what. Let's see if that keeps us up.
3: I think yeah. anything more than zero is a bonus from this point. Been, <laughs> like the last three games, we've been awful. We got a little bit better better against Fulham. Lost, so it is kind of.
1: I mean, I'm, I mean, I've, I've made the argument that we can't be awful forever, but I've realised mm, we can. And it's which it's is very unfortunate. Uh, it's it?
3: very easy to imagine us losing to Leicester, which will be. I mean, when you are saying it's a it's a must win game, it is in one sense, but it's also not in the sense that we lose that game and we're still conceivably not in the bottom three so the results could end up no more points we stay up and would i accept that
1: absolutely would i enjoy that that's a different oh, no. question yeah absolutely different two question. two different things happening here mm. it was awful at the uh the king power wasn't it earlier in the season i'm no, just wrapping those results by the way palace nil everton nil so everton gained a point on us but um I mean it's a point isn't it it's not three it's not yeah. it's the wins that counter this thing. I was reading about
3: um, Everton because they had uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin back and so basically it's now hit Dom hit Dom and they were all getting very excited because he won um, I think he won six aerial duels which is more than the entire team has won over the last like four games or something so it's good now we can go long to Dominic and everything but then a little bit further on in the article, it pointed out that he'd also lost 13 aerial duels in the same game and uh, obviously didn't score Mr. Sitter. So uh, I'm not sure whether that's really, it, it's got that kind of clinging to hope bit about it as well. It's like, oh, well, no, we, like, it, Calvert Lewin's back. Coming back. Yeah, Calvert Lewin's back and he, he'll win loads of headers up front. He won six. Like, yeah, but he, he lost 13. And who's uh, have Crystal Palace got particularly commanding? They've got that Joachim oh, Anderson guy, haven't they? But, um, yeah, I don't know what to make of Everton.
2: Calvert-Lewin's an interesting case because I feel like it's a couple of years ago under Ancelotti, he was doing really well in the Premier League, he was in the England squad, he was kind of this fashionista and now he's essentially Ashley Barnes and everyone yeah. hates him. And everyone <laughs> hates him for wearing a dress.
3: And Sean Dykes <laughs> is uh, he's trying to, he's saying, um, he's giving him more rest, like he's looked at the sort of the physical levels they've been bringing him to before putting him back in the team. And they've let him get back to a higher physical level before bringing him back in the team. Still, didn't think he well. He's still not fit enough to finish the game. And also, they left him on longer than they planned to because they thought he might nick one. So it's like that's that thing like oh, Sean Dyke's so sensible. He's bringing him back carefully. He's you know he's not rushing him like before. And then once he's on the pitch, he's like
1: okay, leave him out there. He might nick one. Like fuck his legs. So we need we need him to get injured again, don't we? I it think would be that great. Would help, him. yeah. Um. Uh, anyway, let's go back to the, the game of the King Power, which was uh, <laughs> why? Because well, because it needs to be mentioned in the context of this game and the fact that I don't know because we've got a different manager now and a different setup. I guess it's almost rendered irrelevant, isn't it? But it was terrible nonetheless.
2: That was Jesse Marsh's lowest score, I think. Looking at our, our, the average scores we collect from uh, from subscribers, um, on a Forest away it was slightly lower. At the yeah. time, we thought we thought one point one nine might be a low point for the season. <laughs> As it turns out, I mean, without wanting to um. To spoil the surprise for the, the scores for the Fulham game. One point one nine. Not a bad score for some people.
1: <laughs> Is that right? People. There are a couple of people who would who would have quite happily just, just that. Just for the sake of anybody who's new, that's out of ten. Out of ten. Yes. Yes. We do ask our members to to score everybody. But yeah. I mean, everyone was bad in that Leicester game. Can we? We're probably going to have to get some sort of graphic going on with um the lines on it. It's called a graph, isn't it? I believe that that's mm. what the kids call it. The, the mathematicians. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
0: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which
1: a bit unexpected to find Leicester where they are in the table because they've they've scored quite a lot of goals they're in a very similar sort of position to us in that scored 43 conceded 56 um, we've scored 41 conceded 62 um, yeah it's kind of a, a similar trajectory and yet they're going to go into this on so much more of a of a high and feeling like they've got momentum versus us, who've had the wind completely knocked out of our sails, and yet Moscow White, we have still got a point more than them. Mm-hmm. So they're screwed, aren't they? <laughs> they've got no hope.
3: I mean, yeah, I don't know how much of a high they'll be in that's their first win in how many
1: eleven was it after that?
3: Um, and there's there's a lot of red before that, but, so they'd lost. Yeah, I mean, okay, so taking out the FA Cup is one, two, three, four consecutive defeats a draw with Brentford and then four more consecutive defeats and then they beat Wolves so I'm uh, not saying they've turned the corner yet because earlier in the season you know they beat Spurs 4-1 after beating Villa 4-2 those were the two games they went into their uh, four game losing streak well there, how many games is four plus one plus four nine, <laughs> nine. they're nine <laughs> winless Yep, came off the back of two big wins where they scored four mm-hmm. to two and four to one. So <laughs> they're obviously
1: a bunch of idiots. Moscow right does math. It's amazing, isn't it? Full number one. And then, <laughs> well, what we're doing here know. is we're doing that same thing we did before. Palace, which is looking at all the reasons why they're probably going to turn up and play bad, and we might win. But the question is, are we going to play? In this I was game? just
2: going to say we can discount the win against Wolves as well because if you remember listening to the Wolves fans, oh, the conspiracy because of the conspiracy. So obviously to keep them in it they had to lose to Leicester so probably some decisions I know there was, Leicester got a penalty didn't they I mean arguably yes he did stamp all over Jamie Vardy's ankle yeah but that was just what the film showed yeah did you
1: see it with your own eyes exactly no. exactly No, good question they, they had that lined up way before the game I mean seriously though you're going to play in this then for us how do we how do we arrest this slide what do we need to do well arresting the players might be one thing put them in prison because we're not far off if, you, if you're to judge like Twitter and the forums and whatnot. We're not far off. Get Eddie, Eddie in and play the kids, are we? Because Archie Gray did his magic in the uh, in the twenty ones. Got sent off, admittedly, but he would he not be suspended for this? Apparently, he's not. Is he? and no. He can serve the suspension because he still qualifies for the under eighteen. But they play Wednesday, and that's it's a youth suspension. It doesn't count for the Premier League. Good. All right. So could we not? He can play on
3: Tuesday. He's suspended for the under 18s on Wednesday and then he can play for the under-21s next weekend.
1: Ah, as well. a youth suspension, right, this is new and exciting. Um, are we going to put Eddie in charge, his great uncle, and then put Arch, Archie in the centre of midfield alongside JB? Archie um, player manager, I think. Yeah. He's got to have picked some things up, hasn't he? Yeah, but mm-hmm. just, even just genetically, he's got yeah, to have things.
3: The whole it? family. Yeah. So, And he'll have grown up with them all discussing football. Just we put all the whole, know more about tactics. Just put the grey family in charge. Yeah, bring them all in. Yeah. Stuart as well. Yep. Every grey you can find.
1: Eddie, Frank, Archie... Even his little brother, Harry's quite good, isn't he?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just he's put what, them all in 14, charge. I think. Exactly. Yeah, he'll... he'll, he'll... Fine. He's, if Brendan Aronson can play in the Premier League, so could a 14-year-old, <laughs> eh? Probably, he's <laughs> probably got more bulk about him. <laughs> yeah, and Aronson cannot play. No. He absolutely cannot play. And no, I'm not in charge of the team. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Harry, yeah. please don't play him. You're not allowing it. Please do not play him. The first time he goes down, everyone will just go, fucking it, up! It'll be a... A horrible atmosphere, which I will ensure <laughs> <show> myself. <laughs> I will set up poisoning in it, <laughs> poisoning Ellen Road yourself. Yeah, I, th- I think surely him and McKenny have got to be dropped, haven't they? I don't even know for who,
3: but fucking hell, that was bad. McKenny for for sure. That it's
2: seems obvious. Change.
3: Yeah, so we'll have somebody who can actually pass. Because... Which is
2: in which is it's too fair on Rocker because he also deserves to be dropped, but we don't have enough midfielders to drop both of them. Probably.
3: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how. Rocker performs without McKenney next to him because I just don't think there's any to use Marchism, clarity on who's supposed to be doing what why they're both going forward and why they're both going missing at the same time and when I had a look further I found an extra pass for McKenney I looked mm. at a different uh, stats breakdown and he got 12 so he oh, succeeded 20. in 12
1: out of 20 rather than 11 out of 19. Yeah. Well, that's a whole new ball game, oh, isn't have it? Have you seen the video posted by What Next LUFC,
2: though? No. Uh, he's It's a collection of all the passes he did in that game. And I'd say at least three of them were very fortunate to get there. Although ones where I think it counts as a successful pass because the player gets their toe to it and then loses it immediately after because it's such a bad pass.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Rocker, I think, was
1: like 30 out of 40 something. Um, I think it was 34 out of 43 because I noticed the number symmetry.
3: And he was hitting the wings. So there was some decent passes going to the wings, which is good because we've got some more right players on the wings. So we've passed to them. But what what needs to happen in midfield is probably made for sure in a way is just not constantly giving the ball away. And somebody... He's he's tidy
1: with possession, isn't he?
3: And yeah, Keeping the ball. Another option in midfield, if we're really talking about desperate measures, no, not stroke, uh, Verber.
2: Mm. Yeah, just to spread a bit of influence around the pitch yeah. rather than have him and Cooper next to each other.
3: Furpo back to left back. Count uh, things down from a full back point of it view. Wasn't too bad. And then put Verber into midfield. We'll have somebody tackling. We'll have somebody um, behaving mm-hmm. adequately to the task. Because that was the thing about um, him and Cooper against Fulham. So we're both uh, doing the the best weren't they you felt like mm. you were getting the best of them whereas I think the frustration with mcKenney in particular is that there's a Champions League footballer somewhere there so where is it whereas with it's um, under
2: 18% of body fat that's where it is I mean the tackle
3: um, Cooper made when whoever it was was charging into the box and they, he risked a penalty it was way better than you, you would reasonably expect a player who you know, came from Chesterfield for 800 grand to be able to pull off so it's the thing with them—the um, character of the team—is playing above themselves, whereas it's the players who are playing below themselves that we're not impressed with at the moment. So there you go. So it's Verber in midfield with Forshaw and Rocker, maybe JB as well. We're sticking Archie Gray in. So, well, I mean, you say left, you back,
2: find. but surely Eddie Gray's playing left back because I don't think he's got the legs to do the wingers, well. the wingers, yeah. the wingers yeah. job. But he can, he can play like an old-fashioned fullback who don't cross the halfway line, can't he?
3: I mean, Frank Gray converted mm. into a central midfielder. As yeah, well. true. So we can um, we've got options if we are sticking with the mm-hmm. the gray. There's history there, isn't there? Andy there? Gray is
2: yeah. phys- it more of a physical presence up front as well than Rodrigo,
3: which would be good. Mm-hmm. And um, Eddie Gray's wife has seen a lot of football mm-hmm. in the time they've been together for. Is it Linda? I think it is Linda. Yeah, yeah they've been together since the adult, so she's probably seen as many games uh, as Brendan Aronson's had hot dinners, which is a low number. <laughs> and maybe she's gone for a higher one. So yeah, some tactical.
2: If it was Linda Gray or Chris Armus on the bench, who would you rather have?
3: We don't know anything about Chris Armus. <laughs> he don't. didn't do anything, did he? <laughs> <laughs> He's just lashing out indiscriminately now.
2: It's, probably, it's just funny, isn't it? We, we, brought it was... him in for, we brought him in for one game, basically, and then, then just went, yeah, just go. Just go home.
3: <laughs> he'll, he'll have heard that, and his AirPod will have gone flying out of his ears. How dare they? Oh, uh, yeah,
2: so you get Nonto in as well, somewhere. Just play him. Just play him. Just play him. For just play him. I don't know
1: what he's done wrong. I don't know what he's got on you, or whatever it might be. Just just play him. And it's not like... He's, he's any, dead. Do you know why? Dead good.
2: And it's not like he's keeping anyone massively informed out of the team. And he's being kept out of the team, sorry, by anyone massively in And you can look at it and go, well, you're going to have to struggle to get back into this side, because they're all absolutely awful at the moment. So but who would
1: you play then as your, as your four attacking players? Jackie, Nonto. Bamford, Sinistera. Right. Go for not one. Somerville. Because he offered a bit of Somerville. Yeah, something it was good actually. Yeah. You see, it's not easy, is it? All right, you jacket
2: the... jacket fullback. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh don't know. As long as it's not Aronson, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And I would put I would put Bamford in probably as well for the for a bit more running up front.
1: Is he fit? Do we know how we, I mean I mean it's now half twelve as we record this and have his uh, up at one o'clock so we've timed this perfectly. I mean he, 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 was, he, was, he, was,
2: he was fit enough to come off the bench, wasn't he? And he looked he looked fine. Scored that screamer.
3: Gratheo was talking about managing people's injuries in minutes after the game as well, which is why I've noticed um, Greenwood not in the squad and also not for the under-21, so I don't know if he's mysteriously hurt. So that plan uh, goes out the window. I'll play him anyway. <laughs> can't be that bad.
1: Um, Good, so three points in the bag then on there uh, What about Rodrigo Tuesday, no. and
3: Bamford as a front two instead no. of messing about with... Uh, no.
1: Why not? Don't want it. Don't work. <laughs> okay. Michael? Yeah, why not? Stick him in. I think uh, Ma- I think if he did that though that would exclude Nonto probably in his eyes. I'd be happy to just see Nonto and Bamford
3: but... So we're playing Nonto through the middle now?
2: Yeah, play him in Aronson's role. Someone who can stand
1: up. Mm. Just give him a free role to run like around and do uh, bits.
3: He's going to go full Dan James against Chelsea. I can see it now. It's going to be. <laughs> what minute was he sent off in last year? About four,
1: Fifth minute or something daft, wasn't it? Was I thought right? it was late. I thought it was about 20 minutes. But Was it? I might uh, be wrong. It felt early. I don't know. Mm. Maybe it was. I don't know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> Uh, we'll have a look at it. Yeah, I'm finding it now. Dan James, come back next year though. That'll be good, won't it? I think he'd do better than some of the people that we've had in the sides this year. Yeah. The maybe. 24th minute. 24th minute. Yeah, so go. I've
3: got I've got visions of, because Nyonto's temper is not the the most reliable thing of him just going, clattering straight through somebody in the uh, in the first half because he's been told to press. Do what Brendan Aronson does. Oh no shit. If somebody who's actually uh, stronger than a wet paper bag tries to do that, then they end up just... Um, yeah, physically assaulting some poor
1: Leicester. Final thoughts then on this one. Person. Ask Phil about this on the uh, on the Monday Club, but what do you reckon like the atmosphere is going to be like? Broadly supported from the outset, but on a knife edge is how I feel if I had to sum it up in a sentence. What about you? Yeah, absolutely that.
2: The first things that start going wrong will be interesting. If, for example, Aronson does play, goes over easily, there'll be a big reaction to that. If Leicester score, that's when the second board chance will start and it could descend from there. Into where shit and we're sick of it. You're not fit to wear the shirt. It could go that way, I mm. think, quite easily, depending on how the game goes. If we're still in the game, it's one thing. But if we were if it was like the game at Leicester where we're 2-0 down after half an hour and looking shit and like we're never gonna get back into it, I think it could be quite a nihilistic kind of vibe. But hopefully we'll just score early and win. And we don't have to do any of that until the end of the season. That's why we did against Palace.
1: Uh yeah.
2: That was our route out, wasn't it? This well, this is our this is our second route out.
1: They because, keep, as Moscow said, they keep giving us bites of the
2: cherry. Because this week Speaking of bites of the cherry, this week is another opportunity to get out because we can just win two games and probably be safe this week. Mm. It is there for us if we beat if we win this in Bournemouth. If we win this in Bournemouth, we're safe
3: from there. With no, but we
2: we've done a lot. We've gone a long hell of a long way towards it. Will it will then be Leicester, Bournemouth, and Everton will be well behind us. You, that, that would point. put us
1: on nine wins, and we've always said it's nine wins that keep you up. And it would how many is that six points will be put us on thirty five. I'd be surprised if that wasn't as near as damn it keeping somebody up this mm. season given what's below but you know or maybe we just need to beat Spurs on the final day or a sick joke of a football club <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean that's possibly <laughs> that's something to check. is anybody else around us playing Spurs
1: oh that's true yeah let's,
3: let's have a look at Spurs run in
1: I did I put it on the, um, the midweek games you've got Forest Brighton you've got West Ham Liverpool you've got Southampton Bournemouth and Everton Newcastle
3: no, Spurs are quite useful now they're playing Scum Liverpool Palace Villa Brentford Denos. So we're the only ones who can get a free pass. really benefit. And let, are they going to sort themselves out by the end of May? The thing is, they might. It looks like Ryan Mason's hat is in, in the ring for this. So, Well, a lot of Spurs fans were suspected that the back four that they went with was Mason's idea. So I don't know how that's going to work. And I was watching, um, I was all set because the West Ham Bournemouth was the important game, wasn't it? But then I saw the, the goal alerts coming from Spurs. I was like, I'm fucking watching that. <laughs> like, so I watched it all, and it was it was funny as hell. And there was a lot of Ryan Mason kind of getting in Stellini's ear, going, "Oh no, you need to do this, this." And then, "Oh well, I guess that another goal for them." Um, but even if they sort themselves out and start putting in some respectable performances, last game of the season away at Leeds, when they're all off, mm. like Harry Kane has probably have his move to Bayern Munich sorted or something, they just they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna turn up, are they? So we'll just lose the next five, win that, stay up. <laughs> great
1: there we go that's your uh, that's your Leicester preview done and looking forward to it not at all <laughs> Moscow
3: that'll be alright it's
1: only a game of football isn't it Can't it is hurt, yeah
2: I mean I have I have started to think about a future in the championship this week and,
1: yeah, I suppose it could be alright maybe not so it, do you know what there's so little to love in this squad at the minute there's
2: little to love in this squad or in this division when we're in the position we've been in for two years that's the thing the first year up was great fun yeah but Looked we didn't even get to see it got to bloody a few noses get a few decent wins scored five a couple of times didn't we it was good football but the reality for most people in the bottom half is just that it's It's a
1: bit of a it's a grind
2: but then the championships are grind too
1: yeah any other sports we could I did have this conversation with somebody over the weekend so we we just I might take up golf
2: yeah it's easier isn't it you don't get the highs though it's just a bit it's more steady you could do crack
1: couldn't you while you were doing it that's true Yeah. (laughs) yeah mushrooms and golf (laughs) there you go Uh, not necessarily to be uh, encouraged in that order right we will uh, look forward to speaking to you on the match ball after the Leicester game we'll digest what happens and uh, more stuff on the way later in the week we'll see you soon The Square Ball Podcast
0: Even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to less and similar brands